Hello once again, ladies and gentlemen, or should I say in betweeners? Boom, there it is. It's, it's that time Coin of the week. That term. Yep, it's that time of the week. The only MMA podcast in the Philippines that matters. Okay, there we go. This is in between rounds. Go. That's Gabe. I'm Botch. We're here to give you some MMA news and talk about the business <laughs> of fighting. I, I love that, man. Hello again mm-hmm. to our 11 mm-hmm. million listeners proud 11 million and proud we love every single one of you you guys are incredible mm-hmm. we're talking um, to you i know you like you like we're, we're talking about we're, yeah we're, we're we're specifically talking about you in particular right now mm-hmm. yeah we we hear you james <laughs> <laughs> we, we we hear you dana we hear you, dana i know you're listening we dedicated that audiogram last week for you so. i know you're listening but there mm-hmm. is one person one listener i know personally mm. His name is David. David, thank you for all the support, man. I love Powerful it. David. Powerful David. King David. Mm-hmm. So shout out to him. You know, if, if they, you know, we should do these shout outs more often, especially at the start, just to thank everyone and just, yeah, yeah, just get back at the people because we, we celebrated a milestone. Like we've already settled on a, uh, mm. on a level viewership or a listenership. Yeah. Yeah. So we're yeah. growing, you know, we're, slowly building our empire exactly and you know we want you guys along for the ride because we're in this for the long haul yeah we're we're almost we're about to crack the, the top 10 so yes. don't worry about it don't mm-hmm. worry about yeah. it break that top 10 yeah, yeah. yeah. we're, we're gonna be ranked <laughs> we're we're currently on a six fight win streak Ooh. we have not missed a week of recording we almost did tonight mm-hmm. but we did not allow it yeah, happen. Gabe over here just you know soldiered on. Where the, where's everyone else? We're doing the work. Exactly. We're doing we we're doing one hundred and one twenty. We want to say the follow up to that, but we, we can't, can't say that. Anyway, we can't yeah, say yeah, that. Can't say that. So, Gabe, in the news of the fight world, you oh. kept spamming my inbox. I mean, my my DMs with I, I the DM boxing you like news. crazy, like a crazy ex girlfriend. Yeah, but all I, these I, memes. <laughs> All these posts. That, that's the best way to bring news around because that's I true. actually thought it was a meme, but apparently we're seeing Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul oh in an exhibition God. boxing route. I cannot believe that is a real thing. Okay. I I <laughs> I think we've established that we're both marks. I'm yes. a bigger mark. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And for oh. our new listeners, a mark is someone. How would you describe Mark? A, a super fan. A super fan mm-hmm. who knows a lot about the sport, but also has a casuals mentality. And by casuals mentality, meaning it's very easy to please us. Oh yeah, just right? give us something about a certain topic, and you've already yeah. made our day. We like big fights. We like exciting fights. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily care about the rankings. Well, I don't know about Poch, but I don't really care about the rankings. Same. I like excitement. Mm-hmm. I like buzz. I like energy. And I like drama. Ooh. So, Good way of putting it. You know, that's, that's um, I think, the best way we can describe being a mark. <laughs> and with Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul, holy crap. I think it's taken me to my absolute limits of okay. being a mark. Okay. What, okay, let me let me tell you first why I, I like this fight. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like it because it gets people talking. All right, we're doing that now. Yeah, it gets people talking. 
Um, it's with two people that, you know, are fairly famous, especially Logan Paul, I would say. Logan Paul is one of the biggest YouTubers currently. For one sure. of the first ever do it. Yeah, right? he was really big on Vine too, I believe. Yeah. Or that. Mm-hmm. And Floyd Mayweather, of course, needs no introduction. Arguably one of the greatest boxers of all time. But at the same time, I'm thinking, first of all, Logan Paul is like 6'2". Yes. I'm, I'm pull- Actually, I just pulled that up right now. Right? And He's Floyd Mayweather is like 6'2". What? He is 5'8". Five 5'8". Foot eight. So, five eight. you know, that's crazy to me. And just letting you know, Logan Paul right now walking around weight is 199.4 pounds. Mayweather is 147 pounds. That's insane. That doesn't make sense to me. See, it's like, are they going to meet in the middle? Is Logan Yo, but Paul you're, you're forgetting. You're forgetting that Mayweather actually shared the square circle with the big show. <laughs> oh, okay. there we go. And <laughs> so, cracked him a few times. Okay. All he right. did. He's got the experience. <laughs> He's got the experience. You know, I have a funny story about that. Like something Go. I theorized, but after after I finish Logan. Okay. Yeah, but at the same time, I can't hate on it because if Floyd Mayweather wanted to fight me, I wouldn't say no. Would you True. say no? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Logan Paul's chasing the bag, right? Mm-hmm. And he secured it. He got the bag. And the thing is, it's not even... A legitimate boxing match. It's an exhibition match. Meaning, just like Tyson versus Jones, it's going to come with certain rules. Yeah. It's not going to go to anyone's boxing record. For me, though, I don't want to buy into it because, first of all, Mayweather has everything to gain Mm -hmm. here. But Logan Paul, here's my thing. How can you establish yourself as a serious fighter if you keep going to these type of bouts? Why don't you go go try to rank yourself in like a promotion exactly. or something? I get it's for the paycheck, but dude, I really think Logan Paul has the money. He's earning he a doesn't lot. Need it. He doesn't need it. So he's getting the clout. Like I thought he was like, I, I really think now Jake Paul is more serious about the fight game yeah. than Logan yeah. because Jake Paul calling out the big names. Uh, Dylan Dennis is actually a fight I want to see. And that's probably going to be the undercard. And this is what I wanted to say. It's either going to be Dylan Dennis that's going to face oh, Jake Paul. Mm. That's going to be great. Or that's this is what I, I want to get your reaction. And I hope I'm going to record this one and it's recording. It's either Jake Paul versus Dylan Dennis oh, or Jake Paul oh, versus oh. the funky one, oh. Ben Askren. Oh. Are you serious? They're in talks. There's he talks. is going to knock out Ben Askren. I don't like that guy one bit. Yeah, but you want to buy into that. I'm, I'm a mark, dude. You would I'd, buy I'd, I'd buy the pay-per-view for Jake Paul versus Ben Askren or I, Dylan Dennis. Yeah, either for both those fights. Because technically, they're stylistically, yeah. they're, they seem like they're on the even playing field. Yeah. Like, he needs a real test. I think Dylan Dennis would be a more dangerous opponent. Because, look, Ben Askren lost to Damian Mayan stand-up. Yeah. Ben Askren not a striker. Have any striking at he all. He does not. I love you, funky one, but yeah. He's only got one specialty. Which is kissing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just for, just wrestling. Yeah, it's just wrestling. Get it? I said one specialty. Yeah. Uh, 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 we you get, get it? Nudge, you nudge. Get it? Yeah. There's yeah. no video on this podcast. There's so none, but people get it. And I, I, I was a Ben Askren fan. Yeah. I don't think you should take this fight. I really think the money fight would be Dylan Dennis. It would be. I mean... If Jake Paul fought Ben Askren, 
he would be fighting someone his senior yet again. Mm-hmm. Let's True. see Jake Paul against someone his age, someone who's got the clout that Jake wants and the fighting experience. Hey, and Dylan Dennis is dangerous. I saw some videos yeah. of him hitting pads. Yeah, he looks like he knows what he's doing. And uh, Dylan Dennis, I feel like would box him dirty. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. I think Dylan Dennis is gonna go in there with the intent of frustrating Jake. Mm. Yep. And I mean the trash talk is gonna be so good, dude. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be and, so personal. It's gonna and, be so low. Artem Lobov in his corner. Oh, in his yeah. corner. Mm, 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 mm. With Conor McGregor. Rings. Can you imagine Conor McGregor being there? And then and then and then, the Jake Paul, and then Jake Paul get knocks out uh Dylan Dennis and looks at Conor. That's gonna no, be no, the no, no, that's no. gonna be the fight. But I don't think it's gonna happen though. No. Yeah. That's a good money fight though. Hey, can I just say that it seems like boxing is the place to be where it comes to exhibition and like these yeah. I don't know, show matches. You can't do that in MMA. Like you See, can't mess around. Yeah. That's 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 the thing that I think kind of dilutes boxing as a sport when they do this kind of thing. Cause now they're just treating it as a stage to kind of have these celebrity fights with certain rules. Nothing's really on the line. You know, they do it for entertainment, they do it for charity, for whatever reason, you know, but we we all know that. It's it's for the bag. Okay, it's, it's for the cash money. We're both wrestling marks, right? Yeah. Do you think boxing might actually turn into the new WWE? Absolutely, right? Absolutely. It's starting to become that way. Absolutely, because you know it's it's a real way, I guess, in a weird kind of way. It's a real way for celebrities to settle their beefs, you know. And celebrity, it's we strange. used to have. Did you, did you watch MTV in the '90s? The Celebrity Death Match. I did. I love that. That's what it is. <laughs> You know what's funny? I was thinking about that earlier, and uh-huh. that's what they're doing now. That's what boxing is becoming. It's becoming that right? death match. Oof. You know? That's good insight. Is it is it gonna keep keep the, the sport alive? Maybe. Probably. But what about the guys who really train their whole lives to box? Yeah, you know what would be interesting? I would actually want to talk to a diehard boxing fan because yeah. we're MMA fans. So yeah. and the sport so far has you know, the CM Punk experiment, yeah. James lights out Tony. And, you know, it shows that you can't mess around in the octagon or whatever, like uh, in the cage of a, of a mixed yeah. martial arts bout. Here in boxing, though, they're really pushing the limits of mm-hmm. celebrity fights. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of spe- uh, diehard boxing fan, I think I might have one person who might be able to come in. Oh, let's go. Are you, are you familiar with Kenito Henson? Yes. He's my dad's best friend. Dude. I'm going to shoot that guy a, a text. Yeah, right before the Jake Paul fight or the like, Logan Paul fight. We should ask him. We should ask him his insight on that. Tito, Kenito. I'm going to be like, TQ. TQ. Yo, TQ. Yo, Uncle Uncle Q. Mm-hmm. Dude, okay. I bet he's going to be like, he's going to just uh, facepalm like, like he's yeah. the entire episode. Like, Who why is marks? this a fight? Who are these marks? <laughs> That's boxing. It. Yeah, Cal- for calendar. sure. Calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. And the thing is, the reason why I also like the fact that boxing is going down the celebrity route mm-hmm. is because I think it makes MMA look even better. It, it makes does. it makes MMA look like the place for real fighters, real killers. 
actually, um, I know our main episode is going to be about the news of Dana letting go mm-hmm. people. And I think it ties into that with how stacked the division is in the UFC and how mm-hmm. people don't play around anymore. I mean, yeah. all the promotions are thriving right now and they want exactly. the best of the best. So it is making MMA look great. Yeah, I just feel bad for the, the journeymen of boxing that still appreciate yeah. the sweet science. And you have these guys just coming in and I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds gatekeepy. Yes. But you got to put in the work. And for me, I think Jake Paul is putting in the work. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, um, with someone like Jake Paul, who's putting in the real work to box. But at the same time, I feel like he's able to justify or the the sport itself is able to justify these celebrity matches is because boxing isn't under one promotion. Right. Right. So you have, so Jake Paul, Logan Paul, all these guys can say, all right, what is it, WBC? Yeah, right. think so. So they can be like, okay, if you want to watch real boxing, check out WBC. Or you want to watch Celebrity (laughs) Or Thriller, baby. Thriller. Or you want to watch a Celebrity Deathmatch, check out. Yeah. So and so promotion. Right. Right. And the thing is, they're going to have a big card like that, co-main and main event. And they can have journeyman boxers in the undercard. No one's going to watch. The thing they're going to get paid. Yeah, the thing is, though, yes, it's going to be a great pay-per-view buy, but it doesn't help out the the, the journeyman. Not. It it's not. not. It's only we're only going to see the 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 fight that we bought into, which is the the Pauls yeah. and the Mayweathers. Yeah. So I don't know. It I, I I you can say it's good for business at the start. But mm. in the long run, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I like what Mike Tyson's doing. He's inviting, you know, retired fighters for the exhibition yeah. match. His only Legends League thing. Yeah, mm. that one. The Legends League. Yeah, the. You mean they're Ram- they're talking? Randy talks- Orton's gonna come in there because he's Dead a legend. Killer. Out of nowhere. Oh, <laughs> RKO okay. out of nowhere. Uh, he's already talking to. I think his next fight might be with Evander Holyfield. There we go. Lennox That's a good Lewis. one. They're looking. He's coming for they the actually- other ear. They would. Uh, he would. There, there should be a rule about that. Uh, they're actually speculating. Why not put Daniel Cormier in the mix? Mm. But that yeah, here, he said no. He said no. Oh, he said no. Yeah, because he's scared he might accidentally take him down or something. Oh, yeah. That's possible. Out yeah. Instinctually? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He has and to think... fight that urge. I mean, he's a Division One, or I forgot what. Yeah, he's, he's an accomplished wrestler. Daniel DC Daniel Cormier is not going to do anything that Dana's not going to like mm. because I, I I can really see him becoming like a future president at the UFC. Mm. You know what else you know? is the future of the UFC? This podcast, Dana. Boom! There we go. That's that's the kind of energy I'm looking for, son. <laughs> Yo, Mister White, Uncle Dana. Mm-hmm. 60 G's, baby. We're, we're gonna look out <laughs> for your company. We're gonna make y'all look good. Philippine market go. untapped. Exactly. exactly. That's our, sh- our weekly shout out to Uncle Dana. I'm gonna send him. I'm gonna send him the autogram. Audiogram. Yeah. I've been sending the- it to him every night. You don't have a calendar alert. Exactly. 9:45 p.m. every night. You know what it says? It says DM Dana White. Has he has he seen any of them? No, he has not. Okay, that's all good. He's busy. He's busy. No, but like if I do it every day, one of these days he's gonna check his DMs and he's gonna True. be like, "Whoa, why is this who are these guys? The who are these guys putting in the these work? Guys, these guys are the future. 
the future. Let's get him on the contender series. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, I would love to commentate the contender yeah. series. You know, should we put like our faces on our Instagram page, like a bio? We should, but I'm really bad at Photoshop. Or, mm. No, no, no. I mean, I, we, I'll look for someone. I'll look for someone. Let, let's put ourselves as, let, let's put stats on ourselves. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. Virtually identical. Virtually identical. <laughs> like That's can make one. yeah, we should do yeah, proper bios. Maybe stats. maybe we could do like uh like podcast style and you I could be like master of segues while yeah. um you're into the like the whole inciting thing. Yeah, let's uh, do it. Minutes in the octagon zero. Zero, but minutes in a podcast, we can go like two <laughs> hours. We can go son. two years straight, so yeah, don't worry about it. Good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man. I, I know, yeah. I know. I really feel like Dana is busy because another thing that we got to talk about is UFC 256 in the, is in the horizon, the last mm-hmm. UFC event of the year. And we got some crazy matches. I mean, the main event alone, it's Davison Figueredo versus Brandon Moreno, who just fought, like, I, I believe it was just a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And now he's going to defend his flyweight uh, championship. Not to mention in the co-main event, we got Tony Ferguson versus Charles Oliveira. Beautiful. beautiful. So let's try to unpack this. Davidson Figueroa versus Brandon Moreno. I have a feeling this fight weighs heavily on Davidson Figueroa because yeah. he has saved the lightweight, the flyweight division. He, br- he breathed new life to it. Triple C did kind of revive it, but he just left. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, and for the 11 million viewers listening, mm-hmm. oh, did I just say 11 million viewers listening? Yeah, that's all good. We're gonna have million video. listeners listening. Okay. Mm-hmm. There are there are more than two fights on yes. this card. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. But we're gonna talk about whatever we want to talk about. That's what we do. We're gonna talk about whatever fight excites us. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna throw around names just cause. Nah, that's okay. We're marks. We're we doing are. co-main and main. Mm-hmm. And just shout outs to like uh, also the preliminary card because Cub Swanson's going to be there. And <laughs> I, yeah. was, I was going to say, if you want us to notice, you get out of the prelims and then you went like, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> and then you went like, no, dude, check out I... the prelims. Cub Swanson's on there. First of all, why is Cub Swanson in the prelims? That's ridiculous. What? How is this fight record? Let me check it out. There's probably a reason because, dude, the main card is stacked. We're starting things off with Gina Dos Santos. Versus Cyril Gain? Yeah, but Kevin did Dana forget that Cub Swanson had a fight with Artem Lobov? Jesus Christ, you're always bringing that up. <laughs> or how about Duhu Choi? Duhu Choi. Okay, so uh, Cub Swanson just got off a win, but okay. one, two, three, four. He had a four-loss, four-fight lose streak. Mm. But his latest fight, yeah, it was against Cron Gracie. Uh, UFC Fight Night, Watterson versus Joanna, October 12, 2019. So he's he's putting in the work. Okay. He's getting back in okay. there. So I get it. I get it. Well, I mean, it makes sense for Dana to put <clears throat> someone recognizable in the prelim. So they too. Yeah. Makes sense. Anyway, so Davidson Figueredo, I really feel like he has a lot of pressure on this bout because mm-hmm. he's kind of, he revived the flyweight division and I'm really scared with the news that we're about to tell about Dana getting like laying fighters off that he might look at the flyweights. Yeah. If this doesn't go well, like if Brandon Moreno, if they play hot potato with the belt, they do. And they might. 
So what what are your thoughts on this fight in this flyway fight? Hmm. You know, I think Figueroa is going to get it done. Mm. You know, Brandon Moreno is good. Mm -hmm. I think he's exactly the kind of guy that Figueroa needs to fight right now. Young, hungry, somewhat recognizable because he was on the Ultimate Fighter. Mm -hmm. I think with the season with Conor McGregor, right? Or was it TJ versus Cody? Let me double check. Ultimate, the Ultimate Fighter 2016 Tournament of Champions. I believe this one was Benavidez Cejudo. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. Figueroa's got too much momentum right now. I think he's just going to get it done. I think it's going to be either be a first round or second round KO, mm. to be honest. Okay. Um, Moreno's a little too green. Okay. And but at the same time, Figueroa's coming in on fighting after like two weeks. Yeah. So yeah. Like it, two it, fight camps in a row. You gotta wonder if that's if that's a good thing or a bad thing, two right? Weight cuts in a row. And he that's has had problem with weight cuts before, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But maybe it will be easier for him because it's so soon, because he already cut weight. A few weeks ago, and you just had mm-hmm. kind of had to just level it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's also a possibility. Very true. Very true. So, so that's going to be a. I, I feel the same thing, but man, Brandon Moreno being the young up and comer, kind of, I mean, he's a finisher as well, really good at submissions. He's got everything in the game. I, yeah. I, I have a feeling this could be a great test if Davidson Figueredo says he's the pound for pound. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, flyweight or just champ in general. Like this is a he needs to fight Brandon Moreno for this. Yeah, he fights him. You think he'll try going for champ champ status? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, everyone's he, gonna go for champ champ status. Every, yeah, it it seems like a, it it's a standard now. It's it used standard. to be a gold standard. Now it's the freaking Conor McGregor standard, son. Okay, hey, it could have been BJ. Champ. It could have been BJ Penn, dude. But it wasn't. It could have been. But it wasn't. Oh jeez, <laughs> it's it's our boy yeah. Connor, the notorious one, McGregor. McGregor. What's interesting is that I want to see, I, I do want to see Davison figure out a win because I want to yeah. see Cody Garbrand face him. Yes, that's gonna be dope. I mean, there are a lot of exciting matchups, um, post after this fight. If mm. Figueroa wins, he's got a lot of matchups coming his way. Cody. TJ. Oh, get that guy out of here. TJ. That cheater. That cheater. That's the not cheater, John Jones. TJ who got look, caught red-handed and look, admitted it. He, he's okay. He's not. He doesn't have John Jones status for the UFC to look away. He hasn't contributed that much to the sport. Correct. So I have a feeling he can't just come back and just demand the division. Like, no. like get back in line because I'm going to get the title next. That's a John Jones move. Yeah. He's not John Jones. Mm-hmm. As much as I dislike John Jones, I respect him enough that he's contributed enough that he can cut in line. Yeah. No, he's not going to cut in line. Dana, Dana is going to give him his, his due. His right? just dues, yeah. But I also know snake that I'm pretty sure Dana... <laughs> snake in the grass. How many times he's not you with you Connor? anymore. He's not with you anymore. Are you guys still doing that drinking game? I hope you guys are. Conor McGregor, drink. Drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> proper 12. It has to be a proper 12. Wow. 
Okay. Proper 12. All right. Um, mm-hmm. So you're saying like I'm TJ. I'm trying to make that happen as your gift, by the way. Oh, dude. Bottles well, are that, heavy. Bottles are heavy. If that happens, man, we have to take a toast. Like, 100%. Yeah, 100%. we have to toast. I don't drink, but we got to toast that. Yeah, you can just take a sip. Oh, yeah, for sure. Or I'll, I'll, just uh, toast it, bro. No, I'll, I'll take a drink. It's for Connor. I'll, I'll wear a suit and everything. There I'll put on go. a just suit up. Just I'll put on up. some, some oh, what's that? Well, those tattoos, those rub on tattoos. I want, well, I want those. I want those, actually. Uh, but yeah. So TJ uh-huh. has a really interesting story coming in. Because now the question is going to be, was TJ that good? Ooh. Or was it because he was cheating? He was cheating. He was cheating. He was cheating. I don't know. We're being unbiased here. We have to be very professional about this, but he was cheating. He admitted it multiple he did. times. You know, and, and Chael as well. <laughs> like that, that thing. I cheated. Yeah. He did. He did. But that's what makes it exciting mm. because he admitted that he cheated. Any, oh man, how is, how is Cody Garbrandt dealing with this? Because that's his tarnish. That's the tarnish in his, um, in his career, right? Because well, after he what. won against, yeah, oh, sorry, go. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, because after he fought Dominic Cruz, right, that was his magnum opus. Right. Then I guess he was very emotional when he faced TJ, and then he yeah. lost the title to TJ. I really feel felt like you know Dominic was the next best best yeah. thing after Dominic. You know, well, you know, Conor McGregor put it best: <laughs> okay. clean and unbeaten. As clean he and... as he tweeted to Cody Garbrandt. Mm. Did you ever see that tweet? No. Okay, so they announced that TJ got suspended for cheating. Mm-hmm. And also, the last person to beat Cody was also caught cheating. Oh, uh, yeah. So Conor McGregor tweeted to Cody Garbrandt and mm-hmm. said, "Congratulations, clean and unbeaten." Wow, he gave him the Conor McGregor stamp of approval. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm wow. Right now, I'm gonna pull it up right now. And pull Cody it up. Pull Garbrandt it up. replied up. and yeah. said, yeah. "Young Jamie, <laughs> what do you say?" What'd and you... Cody Garbrandt said something very nice as well and said, "Hopefully, the family is good." wow that's very gentlemanly because i know cody is very emotional i like seeing you know wholesome cody yeah Uh, he's one of my favorite fighters to be honest Uh, he has a great style he looks very dapper in a suit yeah he's not the best talker but he has he's got a lot of heart yeah yeah but here here's the exact tweet okay go respect from conor mcgregor to cody garbrandt on twitter respect cody the loyalty you showed for Uriah and your team on that faithful day in the tough gym will forever stand out to me. Enjoy this moment and these returned victories to you. Clean and unbeaten. Wow. And this was the same guy that snatched Connor, like was exactly. jumped Connor, right? Exactly. And Cody Garbrandt said, all my losses are from fighters that have popped for PEDs. I, I, I can't stand behind this when I always say I'll be drug-free. Number one reason is the belief. Oh, see, his, his tweet is like wrong grammar. That's why. You know what? Dominic pointed that out as well. Uh, I love you, Cody. You're, you're good. Anyway, he just said he'll always be a clean athlete. End of story. Yep. Ah, uh, Cody. God, it's a good thing he's, he's a good fighter and he's good looking because, yeah. Otherwise, Dana would have cut him. Mm-hmm. Oh, they can't cut Connor versus Cody. Actually, that would be insane. That would be, that would be insane. Yeah, that would be a good fight. Cody I think that could cut. be Wait. the next move, if ever. It could be. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. I feel like Cody could beat Figueroa, though. You think? I think Cody's in a good place right now. 
Mm. I haven't. How's his ground game? You know, I haven't seen it because he right? just He's knocks re- everyone out. He does. That's why I'm I'm a little scared because it seems like Figueredo is the more complete yeah. fighter. Because Figueredo can knock people out and he hits like a flyweight. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, he hits like a lightweight. So yeah. that's a lot of power. That gonna, that's that's Conor McGregor power. That could be a very interesting fight. Yeah. Like that one. So uh, co-main event, Tony Ferguson, Charles Oliveira. Who you got? Ooh. My goodness. I feel like the answer is easy here. It's going to be El Cucuy. El Cucuy. El Cucuy. Tony Man. Ferguson. Back from the dead. I, I do not count mm-hmm. that loss to Justin Gaethje. Why not? Well, because he, he just cut way two weeks before and he cut it again. Well, that's true. That's He's true. Tired. He was. He's he tired, didn't. Man. I mean, he was. St- he still looked good. But you're against yeah. Justin Gaethje. He's always ready for a fight. Yeah. I mean, stylistically, Justin Gaethje is. Just like a nightmare matchup for him. Conor McGregor as well. Because Tony likes to get hit. Mm, he does. Tony likes to get hit. He you don't it. think that his chin kind of deteriorated after that fight? Oof, you know but the what? thing is, Charles, I mean, he can knock he can knock people out, but he's more of a submission guy. Yeah. So I, I don't want to get too excited for this fight. Okay. Because there's a chance that it just might end up on the ground the whole time. Because these two guys, you know, have decent ground, have great ground game. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if they welcome, like, going to the yeah. ground the whole time. If it's any other fighter, maybe I wouldn't be too excited. But it's Tony Ferguson. And it's Charles Oliveira on the ground. Yeah. That's going to be great. They're going to be going for submission uh, yeah, yeah. holds. They're going to be going back and forth on the ground. And for sure, Tony's going to be throwing some elbows. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, With his um tenth planet jujitsu skills, dude, he's on the yeah, he's on the Eddie next Bravo dimension. Oh yeah, he's gonna pull rubber guard. He's gonna do all the funky stuff. <laughs> that that is, a, you know what? Now that you put it like that, I think it's gonna be a great fight. Mm. All right, but I think um Oliveira, this is going to be his his defining fight. It will be because this is make or break for him. He yeah. actually has all to gain in this fight. Tony yeah. has all to lose. Yeah, because if he loses this fight, what's next for him? Right? Is he gonna go back at back in line? Will he try a different weight division? Yeah. Would he take a a leave? Because yeah. two, I I know I mean it's a stacked division, right? So you can't uh, losses here are devastating. You'll have to go back to the line. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Olivera's okay. number seven. If he beats Tony, he's probably gonna jump up. Yeah. Like two times. The winner of this fight is going to go against the winner of Poirier versus Connor. Oh my goodness. And that's going to be for the oh probably interim. Oh my goodness. And then it's get Habib, Tony the GOAT versus the Connor. Eagle. No. It's going to be Tony versus Connor. Tony versus Connor. Ooh. Where you are, McNuggets. <laughs> McNuggets. He's going to call out Connor after the fight. Did 100%. you know? This is Tony Ferguson fact. He called out Connor with the exact same line, like twice in really? different nights. Yeah, he called him out. You can see it where on you YouTube. At McNuggets. Yeah, where are you at, McNuggets pieces? I'm gonna kick your ass. He said the exact you same took everything thing. Everything I work. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny. It's funny because it shows that Tony actually just memorized that spiel in his head and just yeah. went for it. And Connor's living in Tony's head rent free. 
Tony Justin. is living in Connor's head? Other way around. The other way around. Connor, oh, Connor is, is living in Tony's head rent-free. How is that? Because I don't think anything is in Tony's head. Like, Tony's in Tony's <laughs> That's head. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. <laughs> That's a good answer. Connor's one of his demon, many demons. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I get, but honestly, I don't think Mental Warfare works against Tony. It doesn't. It doesn't. It He's doesn't. so weird in his warfare. <laughs> it doesn't. He it, Nothing registers on Tony's level. Yeah, so that's a, it's El Kukui. El Kukui. You know, if someone's like on your on a different frequency, mm-hmm. Tony Ferguson's in different dimension. It is, yeah. He's completely out of this dimension. Like if you're living in the fourth dimension, he's living in like the twenty-third dimension, you know, like so I was watching <laughs> like the I was watching the countdown, right? And I was watching yeah. his workouts. Man, oh, I gotta watch the some, countdown. He's got weird workouts. Like he's he's climbing down the stairs with his dog. He's uh he's hitting like a speed bag, but with just his elbows. Yeah. Like he's really a unique individual. He is a unique individual. I like him. I like he's him. He's great. Yeah. Just he did he he was really strange also at the open workouts when I saw how, him. yeah, how was he? Very inspirational. Yeah, but sometimes it's hit or miss. Yeah, but this one was like he said, it doesn't matter what you've been through, it doesn't matter who you are, where you came from. Just remember, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Wow, that's his wow, TED Talk. What a beautiful sentiment. Dude, I would love to hear his TED Talk. What a beautiful I, I, sentiment. And then what did he do? Like, Did he start like doing cartwheels and yeah, pretty much. Uh, stretching while yeah, he was he at threw, it? He threw some... He signed some baseballs, I think. Oh, yeah, that's it. that was crowd. his thing, right? Yeah, that was right? his like, thing. Are you a baseball player? But I wouldn't mind a baseball signed by Tony Ferguson. Dude, either, so remember with his weigh-ins with Khabib, he had baseball gloves on. Oh my god, really? He did? And then, yeah, and then he was doing the whole like, I'm gonna grab you. I'm like, when do people <laughs> grab with baseball gloves? I love El Cucuy. El I love Cucuy. El Cucuy. Man. Him and Anthony Pettis are still one of my still yeah. one of the my favorite fights yeah. in the UFC. Yeah, I think Tony's got this. I think Tony's got this. I think Oliveira is gonna be a stiff test. Mm-hmm. I think he's a perfect, perfect match. So you think this is a tune-up after. fight for Tony? For him to go to McGregor or Poirier, mm, I don't want to say tune up because Oliver is also very good. He's good, dude. I think people are overlooking him, but I, I don't think he's ready yet for El Cucuy. Mm, not true. Not yet. We'll see. Not but yet. yeah, again, Charles has everything to gain. Tony Ferguson, everything to lose. So I'm for Tony Ferguson on this one. So, yeah, do tune in, ladies and gentlemen, to UFC 256. That's this it, Sunday, isn't it? It's this Sunday, my dude. I, I'll be working this Sunday, so please don't spoil anything. I'll try to stay off social well, media. I'll send you then... some memes. No! I'll send you some memes. Save it. Don't watch my IG stories then. I won't. I won't. I won't. Ooh, we'll you see. know what I'm going to do? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the in-between rounds IG on fight day. Do it. Do it. Yes. Okay. How about that? Son? Yes, please. On fight day? Yeah, IG go for live it. live that? Just IG live it or yeah. <laughs> maybe just it zoomed into your face and just react. Ah! No, you know what I'll do? You know what I'll do? What? What I'm gonna do. I am going to use the in between rounds Instagram page mm-hmm. like how I would use my own on a fight day. All right. But I will tag you and me so we can both repost. Okay. From the IG page. I will and ignore I will that even... uh, until yeah, the night. Yeah, but yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But I will repost it the next it. day. Yeah, okay. invisible tag it. Thank you, thank you. Really appreciate that. I'm super excited for that fight. So, 256, ladies and gentlemen, it is happening on December 12. Is that 12? Yeah, December 12. Uh, I love how we just did the co-main in May. 
Yeah, we just did that because we got we got stuff to talk about. This was a crazy week yeah, of news. Crazy week. And with that being said, the news that devastated the fight world: Ooh, Dana Floyd White, Mayweather versus Logan Francis. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> that okay, was one go. of them, but the bigger one: Yoel getting released. Oh my goodness! The Dana White of God has yep. gone to heaven. Not he still got a lot of fights in him, I believe. But Dana White said that aside from Yoel, there will Imagine. be like sixty to eighty cuts Imagine. of UFC fighters. Okay. Yoel Romero versus Vitor Belfort, both on TRT. Jesus Christ! Hey, Yoel's not on TRT, Goodness. dude. He passed the USADA test. That's a fight. That's a fight. That's a fight. I really think Yoel's got that one though. Legend versus legend. Dude, Yoel's got that. Yeah, he's got that. He's got that. He's got it. I mean, Yoel's or, got insane genetics. Did you see Darren Till? Like, I know my next fight. I want Yoel Nomero in the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a funny one. That's good. That's, yeah, I mean, you know, Yoel Romero being let go by Dana White mm-hmm. is a huge, huge flag for the rest of the fighters. Mm. Because now I think he's kind of signaled, hey, just because you're a big star doesn't mean I'm not going to let you go if you're like on a on a lose streak. Yeah. You know, because he lost four out of his five last. Yeah. Fights. And I don't want to say that letting go of fighters who are on a loss streak is the right thing to do mm. because it sucks to lose, you know, your job. Right. Or Or to be told that, hey, you can't do what you love mm-hmm. on the biggest stage. You know, sorry. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is why it's great that there are all other promotions that fighters can go to. Oh, yeah. And so to you, well, and everyone who's about to get cut from the UFC, you know, good luck. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they'll find their way back again. I mean, for sure. I know for a fact that who, who got let go by the UFC and was hired back? There was a there was a fighter who was let go. The Diaz brothers, Rumble Johnson. There's a lot of examples that are in the air with that. Yeah, I forgot. Rumble his name. just got signed with Bellator. Wait, we got, we got to talk about that also. Yeah, yeah. But I know for a fact that there have been a few fighters who didn't perform well in their early days in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Got let go, went to other promotions, and then came back. Yeah. There's so a, there's, there's there is a route to come back. Oh yeah, for sure. And I don't know, I just feel like, and you mentioned this, that you, I think the UFC is really wants to keep their division lean and yeah. mean. Yeah. And as you mentioned, best of the best. Yeah, best of the best, because it might be a little inflated with yeah. how many fighters, yeah. especially also coming into the contender yeah. series. And you know what? I exactly. also feel like when it came to the performance of Yoel, mm-hmm. he didn't want to win the championship exactly especially with that last fight against adesanya that was just yeah really you want to get fired yeah that's what that I, was was... Thinking. I was like oh you want to get fired yeah right. it's it's it was a really yeah. we- and it was such a weird way to go out especially that's such a bad yeah. i don't know from my opinion that's that's his defining fight it's last fight in the yeah. ufc terrible yeah yeah but you know it is what it is he I had th- a weird I'm sure he'll game come plan. back you think he'll come back for a retirement fight 43 years old yeah he'll come back he's about to hit his twilight can you believe that 40 the soldier of god he He looks looks great 
Dude, do you see his like his um his workouts where he's like doing flips and then I splitting? Know, he's insane. He is a machine. And so you know yeah, I I, um, I I love that you brought up the contender series mm-hmm. because now that Dana has gotten a glimpse of the next generation, mm-hmm. he's just got like a whole new pool of killers. Yes, you don't need you you know the the more seasoned fighters who aren't necessarily doing well, don't have to stick around anymore. Mm-hmm. Because we're True. looking at the next generation, the new blood. Mm-hmm. The Shout new outs breed. to, Ke- uh, I think it's um, Kevin Holland. Is that Kevin Holland? Yeah, or, yeah Kevin one, Holland. Yeah, he, he's gonna, he actually has a fight on UFC 256, one of the contender guys that didn't get a contract, but they still called him. Yeah. So, yeah, I just feel like Dana is just making room for the next generation. Yeah. With that being said as well, I know that uh, Bellator does not want, uh, has no intentions of signing UL, even though it would make sense to get him because Bellator, I, I, I respect Bellator for doing this. They don't want to just get UFC retirees or people that get let go of the company. So they're, they are trying to build their own division. PFL yeah. doesn't want UL, but bare knuckle boxing did want to get yoel like they they stated interest that's gonna be crazy yoel romero versus artem loba (laughs) versus the goat artem loba page van zandt (laughs) (laughs) page van zandt versus yoel romero in a bare knuckle boxing cage year in commentary. <laughs> I wonder where I wonder where UL is really gonna end up, man. I don't know. I I my bet is one. Please go to so? one. You I want so? him to be a one. Yeah. Tune up some one. people there, UL. Is he the one? Mm-hmm. He He's one. Smush guys there. Yeah, dude. He's gonna smush guys there. You know that, right? You said that one needs a character. Yoel is a character. I'm the one. I am the one. I'm the one. No, I'll see you soon. <laughs> Demetrius Johnson. <laughs> he calls out Demetrius Johnson. I see. Oh, what about holy? Oh my God! Freaking Yoel Romero versus Brandon Vera. Oh, Ooh. you think he can move up to heavyweight though? Ooh. Yeah, why not? Right. Oh, Brandon Vera would make that cut. Or Brandon no, no, Vera no. Because Brandon Vera, he fought light in heavyweight. light heavyweight. Yeah, yeah just yeah, yeah, have yeah. a catchweight. Go- oh, Ooh. that's gonna be scary. And Yoel Romero versus Vitor Bell. Dude, Yoel's got that one, but Brand Vera might be a test for him because he's been doing pretty okay in one, yeah. but that's going to be awesome. So I wanted to ask you, are there any fighters you see that you probably want to make a case for, for them not to be let go, or you think that they're going to be mm. let go? Because I, I have one in my head that I'm okay if Dana lets this fighter go. And we recently, we recently saw his fight, and he didn't do as well as he used to in his prime, and it's uh-huh. Shogun. Shogun Hua because even Dana expressed like he has two more fights in his contract but he says he doesn't mind if he retires because you don't want him to go down like let's say like BJ Penn where you just have to finish your fights or you want to just try to keep up with the generation before but again like the movie buff you are mentioning the Dark Knight I have a feeling he should Glover to share yeah he he should Glover to share it and just Change up his style. Yeah, yeah, that's that's possible. Glover mm-hmm. Teixeira looks like a young man again, or he's training 
appropriately for his age and well-being, mm. which I like. Yeah, it's really good. In terms of who I feel like would be justified to be let go, I can't come up with a name right now. So let me get back to you. Yeah, for But sure. But when you ask me that question, for some reason, I think Luke Rockhold. I don't know why. Ah. I don't, I don't know why. He's only on a two-loss streak, but devastating losses, man. True. Devastating. I'm trying to look because I was also thinking who might be on the... Well, again, he's done pretty well. Oh, you know I, who it might be also? David Branch. David Branch. Okay. He's like on a three-fight loss streak. Who would he lose to? Alexander Slamenko, Jack Hermanson, and Jared Cannonier. Oh, maybe. So, and he's in that division, so... yeah. It's a pretty yeah. stacked. Actually, I I it's can't stacked. think of a division that's not stacked. Like we're yeah, we're looking at yeah. the UFC's looking good, man. They are. They're looking pretty lean. We got a lot of young killers. We got a lot of stars now. Mm-hmm. Dana, congratulations. Yeah, good that's job. it. Yeah, and he I don't know. He's doing the unpleasant job of you know cleaning, try to clean up that division. Yeah. And most. it doesn't mean that they'll never be able to come back. It's just hey, not right now. Yeah, not now. Yeah, not right now. But considering how they've been trucking on, like this doesn't seem like the biggest of losses. It doesn't. It doesn't. We'll if Yoel see. Romero gave a, a fight of the year contender, I don't think he would have been. Mm. I don't think he would have. Yeah, been. that's I true. I think his, his last fight was a huge factor in the decision-making mm. of his being cut from the UFC. Yeah. I think that's so I, I'm just trying to think of like... Any other person or any other fighter that Dana looked at and like, yeah, do you even want to be here or like? And the, and the thing finishing? is, you know, I think that the fighters he's gonna let go. Mm-hmm. There's a chance that they just might go over our heads. I think Uwell might be the biggest name in there in the mix. But the fact that I can't come up with a name, you can't come up with a name that isn't like as famous as a Shogun. It just means that they haven't really touched the limelight. Maybe, they haven't yeah. been given the shine. They have not. You know, I, I'm sure we're. I'm sure he's just gonna let go of fighters who have lost multiple times in the prelims. Mm. I feel like Yoel Romero and Shogun might be the only two that have cracked the main card. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe. I'm trying to look at like other fighters. What do you think about Mike Perry's chances? Oh, Mike Perry. Lost to Tim Means, the Dirty uh, Bird. Won against Mickey Gall, but his last... Um, one, two, three, four. He lost three of his last four fights after Mickey Gall won. He lost to Alex. He won against Alex Oliveira, but yeah, he's lost to Donald Cerrone, Max Griffin, Santiago Pons. I can't pronounce that one. Joff Neal. I don't know. Like He seems like he's one of those guys that... Yeah. Mm, I think Dana will keep around. him. Yeah. I think Daniel will keep him. Mm. I think Mike Perry has enough buzz and he's not on a streak of losses. Ah, uh, right. He's, he has splintered losses. Because I was just thinking that dab at the weigh-ins. Like, I think like, people I'm are... Out. Yeah, I'm out. Like, I'm... I'm out. Uh, yeah. That's like a... Yoel not going for the finished performance. That's like, true. you're not taking that's him seriously. True. That could be grounds. Good point. That could be grounds. You have a very good point. Yeah. I was just thinking of that. 
But I'm pretty sure all the fighters now are going to like fight like they've never fought before, look at their social media exactly. and be like the best advocate of the UFC. Exactly. He wasn't kidding. He said that some names may shock you. So Yeah. And I, I like the fact that you brought up Mike Perry because that made me think, what if it's not just the number of losses, but what if it's the number of times that these fighters have missed weight? Ooh. Uh, right? Right, yeah. Because then that, that's like, not showing any respect for the division they want to be in, dude. Not yep, you're a professional. Yeah, yeah, you gotta. You have to be a professional. You're not showing respect to your opponent, to the promotion, mm-hmm. to the promise of being a certain weight on fight night. Mm-hmm. That could be a factor as well. That's very true. Mm-hmm. So a lot of factors, and we'll keep you guys posted as the weeks go on because yeah. I have a feeling. Uh, this is going to be um, as we go along in this uh, before we wrap up the year. Yeah. Dana's going to just come left and right. I hope it's he's not going to be out one of like the contract. That's what's happening. That's he's, he's making room for the money he's going to spend on the in between rounds podcast, guys. And, you know what? I can't hold my tongue any longer. Why did you have to do that? You spoiled everyone. <laughs> you now. know what? That's spoiler. a spoiler. It's mm-hmm. a spoiler. Don't worry about it. Reddit, check it. Dana White. <laughs> Let go of Yoel Romero because he's going to spend money on the in-between rounds podcast. We're going to have an apex center and everything. The, the, the only Filipino MMA podcast that matters. Baby. Boom. Dude, on that note, that sounds like a beautiful note. Anything else you want to say to wrap things up here as we wrap up episode number six of the in-between rounds podcast? Yeah, absolutely, man. I just want to give a big, big shout out to my co-host, Poch Estrada. All right, because you killed it on Twitch last night, guys. Thank you. For those of you listening, Poch <laughs> is also a shoutcaster. Am I correct? Yes. Or an esports commentator. Is that also correct? That's also correct. Yeah. Yeah. So give him a follow on Instagram. He's always Thank busy. You. Mm-hmm. Best in the game, son. Oh, dude. I would not be doing this podcast without him. Dude, no reason for this shout out, man. I just saw what you're doing last night. <laughs> and like, I knew your concerns coming in, but you crushed it, man. Yo, that means a lot. You crushed it, bro. Thank you. That means yeah. so much. Uh, to be honest, I just try to put on like the hat of like um, a Mike Goldberg or a <laughs> Mauro Ranallo. And just and like, like that. <laughs> oh, we should end it like that. Just like. We should. We should. But I got to do the plugs. We got to do yeah. the plugs. So besides that, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, thank you for everyone who's been listening. Mm-hmm. All 11 million of you. Boom. Woo. Growing. Um, yeah, and follow us on Instagram. In between rounds, PH. Follow me at Gabeheda and also at underscore Potch Spice. Is that correct? Yes, it's that is correct. Potch Spice, right? Mm-hmm. Or just check it out on Instagram and we're tagged in the bio, so it doesn't really matter. Yes. And but just... the only thing that matters is. Yeah, this podcast, the podcast, Philippines between rounds, the podcast, only MMA podcast that matters here in the Philippines, and just like that, ladies Boom. and gentlemen, we're wrapping this episode up. We will see you at the next round. Peace.